What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Lenahan. Well, in the recent past, on the show, we've talked a, a lot about success and, and how you define it and, and, and making sure that you define success your way and uh, enjoy the journey on the way. Uh, we also talk a lot on this podcast about the double-edged sword today in the business. Uh, there's the business side, which is brutal as ever today. But, you know, record companies are making record profits. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, unfortunately, artists not doing as well, um, in, unless you got a major able, a, you know, record label deal uh, and lots of money behind you. But the double-edged sword is, with the internet and the way it's changed the industry today, I'm not even sure you need a record label anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at guys like Oliver Anthony we talked about recently. He is rich man from North Richmond, you know, viral sensation, turned down an $8 million record deal. Uh, you can be a very successful museum if, uh, a musician if you have that passion mm-hmm. and you want to get out there and start performing like our guest today, who's been doing it for a oh, while. A long time. And, and we are really happy, and I'm really thrilled to have Donna Frost with us. Hiya, Donna. Hi, Dave. You had a gig before you came here. Oh, yeah. You know, people call me the hardest working woman in show business. I don't want to let people down. I got it. <laughs> you do. I'll just, I'll tell you a little bit. Donna travels thousands of miles, a thousand, you know, thousands of miles a year yes. playing her music all across the country. You mm-hmm. played in uh, the UK, the Caribbean. You've mm-hmm. been all around um, TV, uh, interviews, uh, your award winning. I read this today. I was like, was yeah. it nine? Nine ASCAP awards, uh, ASCAP Plus Music right. Awards uh-huh. for your uh, artistry and, and performing. Right. Mm-hmm. Amazing. A prolific songwriter. Um, ten albums? Yes. Five of which recorded during the quarantine? Right. In the past three years, I wrote, recorded, and released five CDs. Amazing. new music. I just got inspired, and I was going through so many things during the pandemic that I, you know, it was not just, you know, the running out of the work and the uncertainty of what's going on. And then, yeah. of course, going through uh, losing my mother oh, yeah. and uh, different, different things. There was a lot to write about. So yeah. I was just I, I had they, and I'm, I've got a bunch of new stuff I've written, too. So, well, that's great. The and pen we'll... keeps going. <laughs> you don't stop, do you? No, That's just awesome. And I love how you just made the most of the time during the quarantine. Yes. You were busy. You kept you kept writing and, and recording. And, and that's fantastic. She has been uh, at the Kerrville Folk Festival. In fact, was a finalist there in 04. Mm-hmm. Uh, she plays. Uh, so just about and we don't talk genres. I hate genres, but mm-hmm. uh, I will even say that you were in a, a punk rock band yeah, <laughs> called was. The Bunnies. Yeah. <laughs> so you have just spanned yeah. all of what they call genres and today. I, I played heavy metal too for Did a you? while. Yeah, that yeah. was not a good idea. 
But anyway, I was I was in that circuit for a while. I had the big black hair and the spandex. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Did you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh man. I'm afraid so. I bet you there's pictures out there. Oh, that yes. You can find. And, I, and I try to bury them. <laughs> 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 I don't want anybody seeing that. But, uh, yeah, so I guess, you know, uh, I guess I get labeled Americana. And, of course, uh-huh. I won the uh, Best Americana Artist Award in Mississippi. That's Back right. in April, That's the Mississippi awesome. Music Foundation. It was such a thrill. How about and, that? And my new album, Beautiful and Seen, has been uh, on, been working on Americana Radio, and we've been on a we're on a bunch of stations now. That's one of the things yeah. I wanted to mention. In the last month, you've had uh, charted songs uh, on the Americana charts and also yes. the gospel charts. Yeah, I've got a my gospel singles doing really well. I'm for the for y'all. I'm sixty six years old. I don't care who knows it. And the first time in my life... And you're beautiful. Oh, thank you. Look you look fantastic. Thank you, Dave. Mm-hmm. I have a top 25 song in Cashbox. That's and I awesome. used to read Billboard in Cashbox when I was a kid. I read it all the time because my Aunt Mary worked at RCA and my Uncle Felton, you know, so... I want to talk about your aunt and uncle yeah, on down the line. We need we to talk will. about them. Yeah. We will talk about them. But I would read their Cashboxes and, and Billboards religiously, you know, and so... Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to at this, especially right now in my life, to have a record on Cashbox at the top, yeah. number twenty five. Wow, what song is it? It's called God Knows. God Knows. Yeah. Mm. Can you play it for us? Sure. Awesome. Donna yeah. Frost is our guest. We've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, Stick around do. here on the Songwriter Connection. Let's hear this song. All right. Watching the sunset in a desert sky I'm overcome with the feeling inside but This is truly where I belong I've been singing a brand new song I was led here for a special reason In this ever-changing season It's all part of the plan The more I see, the more I understand God knows God knows God knows I put my trust in Him each day God knows You'll never let me go astray God knows God knows God knows God knows God knows what's best what is right always has me on his sight. God knows. Troubles and trials I've had my share. There were times I felt life was so unfair. God was here for me all the way. Sing his praises every day. God knows. 
sing along with that one man yeah. that is catchy i thank love you. it thank you a little rock and roll in your gospel yeah huh? yeah i got a little rock and you know what's wild is that it's uh on the southern gospel charts too oh, isn't now, that i'm on southern gospel i thought maybe it'd end up on like contemporary uh-huh. christian or country gospel or something but it's it's on the southern gospel charts. How about that that's yeah. awesome congratulations on that thank it's a great you. song well, it's out there folks can download it listen and yeah. stream it and, and it's going up a chart so that's great that's hey, great. If I get a number one, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> I hope it is. By the time, wouldn't it be great if by the time this publishes, which is uh, November 1st, oh, man. Uh, if it'd be number one, check it out, man. That's awesome. That would be too yeah. cool. Yeah. I, I, very happy for if you I ever had success. Number, that's yeah. success. If yeah. I have a number one, I mean, that's you dream about that stuff. And, of course, uh, somebody, I'd heard somebody say recently that when you have your music, just to get played on the radio is oh, such yeah. an honor. Yeah. Because there are so many songs out there. And mm. so if you can get played, which I've been blessed through the years of mm-hmm. getting my stuff played. Yeah. But I have not had a number one. And I've never, uh, I haven't pitched my stuff to other people to, to get cut. I've not really pursued that ever. Mm-hmm. I've just kind of done them for whatever. I'm just a performing songwriter. And there you go. Just kind of do my thing, you know. That's so. okay. Yeah. It's, it's harder and harder in the pitch world today. It is. And that's why I just decided to record some of my songs myself and yeah. just getting them out there. And I think that's I think that's a good thing. I think it is. Now you you are from uh, this area. You grew up in yes. Franklin, right? Yes, sir. Back when it was really a small town. Franklin was a small town. There huh? was nothing to do. Ah. I mean, like back in, when I was growing up, the, I think the population of Franklin at the time, Dave, was about twelve or thirteen thousand people. No kidding. And it was wow. small. People would cruise the square, you know, ah. and there was like nothing. Think like there was one restaurant of meat and three of dots, and you know, or we have to go to Shoney's or something. But uh, it's grown a lot since. It's grown a lot since. That Main Street's a wonderful place for shopping and place to go when you visit. Oh, it's absolutely wonderful. So that's where I grew up, and I went to high school there, and Mm -hmm. I still go down there and play, you know, play shows and stuff. And that's great. It's always going to be home, although Hendersonville's really my home now. So (laughs) I'll tell you, as the crow flies, it's not too far from my home in uh, Henderson. If we can just build a um, a bridge between I know. <laughs> if we have Saundersville Road, I could get here quicker. I mean, that's so crazy. And you it is. Ju- it's nuts. Yeah, you got to drive all around the lake. So. You got to drive all around the lake. And if I had a boat, I could just be here in no time from my house. Right. Yeah, just paddle on over here. <laughs> we need a boat. <laughs> we need a boat. <laughs> um, now, I, this is incredible. Your story is absolutely amazing to Thank me. You. Your legacy goes all the way back to your great 
grandparents were musicians? Yeah. Great grandparents. They were singers, gospel singers in the church, you know, and my great grandfather Stevens, Will Stevens, and they had the Stevens Quartet. Oh boy. And then my great grandfather Reuben Andrew Jackson Frost. Now he didn't have Andrew a big, Jackson. He Frost. didn't have but Reuben Andrew Jackson Reuben Frost. Andrew Reuben. Jackson. Wow. Now he didn't sing, but he loved music and his my grandfather and his brothers sang and when they first started they were called Reuben's Rhythm Rascals. I love but then, it. But then they became the Frost Brothers and then uh my grandma and her brothers and her dad, but Will Stevens, they were the Stevens Quartet. And wow. so these two families were friends all along, mm-hmm. sang together. My mama and my dad met in a church singing oh, no with their families. So then they got married, and mom and her sister and dad and his brother started a quartet called the Frost Juniors. Two weeks before I was born, they were traveling and singing. Wow. And I said my first road trip was at the age of two weeks old. <laughs> they put me in a car bed. We went to Detroit. <laughs> For them to play. They played play in show. Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So I went to, that was my first road trip. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been around it all your life. I couldn't avoid it. It's in your blood. You can't help but love no, music. Huh? It was it was my family's fault. And, you know, wow. like a lot of kids get, um, you know, a lot of times people make their kids take a violin lessons or take piano. Mm-hmm. I wanted to. You wanted to play. And, yeah. And I read it was piano first? Yeah, it was piano first. There's an interesting story about your first piano in there. Oh, yes, there is. Yeah. I bought it with my own money. With your own money. And how old were you? Nine. Oh, well, you, I got to hear this I got, story. Okay, here's the story. So here's the story. Uh, <laughs> so when I took piano, my Aunt Mary was a piano player, you see, and I uh, really... The one that worked she, for RCA yeah. Records? And, and, I, and she played... And Chet Atkins? Yeah. And, yeah, okay. So she was a piano player, and I wanted to play piano. Well, she got me... She paid for my piano lessons, but a piano was a bit more than my parents could afford. They're, they're expensive. You know, mom and dad both worked jobs, and mm-hmm. uh, they're expensive. So on the back of the comic books back then, there was like these ways to make money. Yeah. It says sell Christmas cards oh. and make your own money. So I've, I I took my cards. My mama took them to her job. My dad took them to his job. Aunt Mary took them to RCA. Chet Atkins bought some of my cards. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He did. Chet Atkins. And they'd have your names printed in it and all that. Nice. So I took my money from the Christmas cards, went to Kurt's Piano Company in Nashville, and uh-huh. bought an upright piano for $75. Are you kidding? Back then, you got to think, this was 1968. Wow. So that's a lot of money. Yeah, it was a lot of money. Yeah. No, it was sooner. It was sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because okay. the, the piano came first, then the guitar. Ah, okay. The guitar came later. Around eleven, guitar. Which yeah. and what I, I what I, that's the that's how old I was when I got my first guitar and started mm-hmm. learning how to play. Yeah. So and making the and do you still play piano today? I'm not very good at it. Oh. I, I mean, I. When I start took up the guitar, the piano collected dust in the corner. <laughs> the one I paid for all my hard-earned money. You I fell in love with that instrument, didn't I you? I did. Yeah. You know, and it was just the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of course, I listened to the Beatles the whole time. You know, when I was a little kid, <laughs> Me I too. just Me that too. was my you know. Mm-hmm. But when I got old enough, I was like, man, I want to play guitar. You know, and I yeah. wanted because the Beatles, and then there was like Joni Mitchell and yeah. and uh, James Taylor and all these oh, folk yeah. singers that I really loved and admired. So there was a, I really wanted to be a guitarist and, and uh, 
I took lessons, but then I'd go home after school every day, and I'd have my record player and my records, mm-hmm. and me I'd too. be playing. Yeah, me playing. too. Yeah, pretending, right? Yeah, oh pretending yeah. Pretending we are those famous people. And, you bet. Yeah. yeah, singing along. You know. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that is really really cool. Interesting story. Yeah. So um, that, that did it for me. Once yeah. the guitar came, I didn't look back. Yeah. How about that. Now your aunt Mary and you had uh, your uncle Felton. Uh, both in the music industry. Right. Uh, Aunt, like you mentioned, uh, worked for RCA. Felton did some really neat things, too. Yes, he Didn't he did. produce Elvis he Presley? He produced and- Elvis Presley, and before that, he was... Felton was Elvis's producer from nineteen from the time of the comeback special. Oh yeah, until Elvis died, Chet put them together because no kidding. Uh, Felton before that worked with the Lowry Group in Atlanta. Okay, and he was a producer there, and he produced Tommy Rose's first hits, yeah, Sheila, Sheila, and okay. everybody. That's Felton Jarvis production. Wow. Uh, he produced Gladys Knight and uh, early stuff, and Fats uh, Domino, Red Sails and the Sunset. Mm. And he came to Nashville along with Jerry Reed and uh, Ray Stevens and Joe South and Freddie Weller and all those guys were wow. all part of the Lowry Group come up here. Freddie Weller, and, I remember he used to be in Paul Revere in the radio. Yeah, We yeah. lost him a few years ago. But he had some big country hits, too. Yeah, yeah. he did. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, so my uncle, you know, he was a staff producer at RCA, and he was producing people like Waylon. He produced Willie. Waylon. Yeah, wow. and he produced and Willie. Willie back when Willie had short hair. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, stuff, and, and Skeeter Davis, who I ended up uh, working you, with. You were really good friends with Skeeter, Very, weren't you? Yeah, and yeah. I sang with her for the last eight years I of her life. I loved her. Mm-hmm. But Marion Felton met at um, RCA when she was working for Chet, and they got married mm-hmm. the day Neil Armstrong walked on the moon. No kidding. It was their wedding, and Uncle Felton kept running to watch the moonwalk. They got married <laughs> at the house, and he was wanting to go see the moonwalk. Wow. But they, had, they were together, uh, and then he died in 81. He had a lot of health issues, oh. and he had a stroke oh, like no. uh, three weeks uh, like the middle of the week before Christmas in 1980, he had just finished mm. a posthumous album he was working on of Elvis called Guitar Man, which was updated tracks to mm. Elvis's songs. But now Felton. And, and Guitar Man, I remember that came out around that. Yeah. He, so he and produced Uncle Felton that record. produced the original Guitar Man with Jerry Reed. And of course, you've heard the Jerry Reed story. Oh, absolutely. About him. Uh, that, uh, tell it. Oh, I'll tell it. So Elvis wanted that guitar sound like Jerry Reed. And Uncle Felton said, well, if you want that sound, i got to go get you Jerry Reed. And Elvis would go get him. <laughs> well, Reed was out fishing somewhere. And Uncle Felton went and got him and said he was just covered in mud and had on these old nasty clothes. He was out swimming. Out swimming. He was out fishing. fishing yeah. Right. And he came to the studio in his fishing clothes <laughs> and, and, and recorded it. So there you go. Unbelievable. But, um, but Uncle Felton. He could fall out of bed and pick it. You know, yeah, oh, he was yeah. amazing. He yeah. was. And Uncle Felton produced all of the, like, Suspicious Minds and Kentucky Rain oh, and Burning Love and great all, songs. all those things. Those were Felton Jarvis productions. No kidding. And Mary, wow. Aunt Mary, she, if you go to the Musicians Hall of Fame. Which, I, I, you know, I've not, I'm, I want to shoot myself. I've not been there yet. Oh, uh, as we're taping this... Um, Ringo Starr just got put in there in the Musician Hall of Fame. Huh. I wish I'd been there. Me too. I was out of town. Been there, but yeah, uh, the, they have a thing called Source, which is for women in the music business. And okay. my aunt was one of the first people put really? in the Source Music Hall of Fame. So when you go in, 
they have a wall for the source, the uh, women of source in the Musicians Hall of Fame, and you'll see Mary Lynch Jarvis. How about that? Right there. And when she left working with Chet, she ended up working with Fred Foster for a while at Monument. And then wow. she quit to just take care of Uncle Felton full time and wow. keep up with his stuff. But, I mean, they had a... Uh, I, I was lucky. I mean, my when I was a kid, I was hanging out with people like James Burton and Carl Perkins James at my Burton. uncle's house with my guitar, picking their brains. Oh, like, hey, man, God. show me how to do that. I have an embarrassing story about James Burton. You do? Yeah. I uh, Before I retired, um, I was working at Lexus in Nashville. Uh-huh. And we had a new location over on Rosa Parks Boulevard. And I loved working at Lexus. I think it's a great product. Oh, yeah. But you never knew who was going to come in. You never knew. Right. And there was this guy who comes in, this old guy, and he's got a Fender T-shirt on, you know. Uh-huh. Doesn't look like anybody yeah. know, special. And uh, so I shook his hand. I greeted him. And I go, do you play guitar? He goes, oh, yeah, I do. I play a little guitar. Mm-hmm. I said, really? Do you, do you play around here? He goes, son, I've played with all your favorites and then some. And oh. I go, Really? Uh, I'm Dave Linehan. He goes, I'm James Burton. Goes, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So I'm an idiot. <laughs> and a special kind of idiot. Oh, that's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> drives a Lexus, though. <laughs> he drives it. Now we know what he drives. <laughs> I think that's the last time I saw James. They did a thing at Studio B a couple of years ago before the pandemic. And it was called uh, about the the sessions with Elvis, and they had wow. James was there, uh-huh. and Norbert Putnam was there, and Charlie McCoy, and, oh, Charlie uh, McCoy. and David Briggs. And I had a wonderful time talking to them. They talked about Uncle Felton. Oh, wow. And I, I'll give you one more Felton story. Yeah, please do. Okay. This is fascinating to me. I love this stuff. Well, back when they were doing the Christmas album, The Wonderful World of Christmas, well, mm-hmm. Uncle Felton was really having a time getting Elvis into the Christmas songs. And Colonel was and R.C. were like, we need a Christmas album. Mm. And Elvis was not in the mood for it. So my uncle said, I'm going to put a Christmas tree up. Mm. So my aunt, Mary, and Skeeter Davis went and got a Christmas tree off her farm, brought it to the studio. <laughs> then Aunt Mary called up my mother and said, you got some Christmas decorations we could borrow? <laughs> I was like, yeah. So I'm like... My my fa- our Christmas decorations were on the Christmas tree when Elvis was recording his Christmas album. You know? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> so we were kind of there, you know. Yeah, my ornaments were there. Our ornaments were there. Well, so. That's cool. Very <laughs> interesting. Now, you, one of your first shows was was opening up with uh with, with Jerry Reed and Elvis, yes. wasn't it? Uh, at, at, did I read it? Was that Memorial? War Memorial Auditorium. War Memorial Auditorium, which at one time did host the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah. Prior to Ryman, yeah. And my father had put together a show, and I think it was a benefit for uh, the retarded citizens of Middle Tennessee, and it was a benefit show, and his quartet was singing, and Jerry Reed was the headliner. And I had this friend that I uh, sang in a little folk duo with named Harriet Moran. She was a few years older than me. Mm -hmm. But we had our little matching (laughs) pants, outfits, and a white crocheted vest and oh, pants and a little orange shirt. How old were you then? Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh, my God. And we sang two songs. We did Both Sides Now by Joni Mitchell. And oh. today, while the blossoms still cling to the vine. That was yeah. my first real gig. How about that? And it was opening for Jerry Reed. <laughs> <laughs> and there was no stopping. There Donna was Frost. no stopping. Yeah. No. Thirteen. Wow. Thirteen. That's amazing. 
Let's pause there for another song because I want to hear another Donna Frost. Donna Frost is our guest. You're listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. We appreciate you downloading, listening, and and, uh, sharing and and hitting the like and subscribe button. So, Donna, what would you like to do for us? Thank you. Uh, I want to play, uh, this is a song that I wrote about, that Jack Allen, I wrote about my mom. Mm -hmm. And it's on, uh, this is our single, but it's on on the Americana charts. Yeah. uh, Off the Beautiful Unseen. And it's called You Gave Me Life. And Mm -hmm. it's a song, it's not a sad song, it's a happy song celebrating my mom. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Who you lost just a couple years ago. Yeah, two and a half years ago. Mm, Yeah. So here we go. were the first face that I saw when I came into this world so young and beautiful I was your baby girl you watched me take my first steps pick me up when I fell down your lullabies brought me to sleep it was the sweetest sound you gave me love gave me strength, you gave me reason to believe, you gave me hope, you gave me song, you gave me all I'll ever need, but above it all, you gave me life, you gave me life, from the first day of school. Guitar recitals and plays You were always there for me In your very special way From the dates and breakups Graduation in my first car From marriage to divorce court And playing shows at local bars You gave me love You gave me strength you gave me reason to believe You gave me hope You gave me song You gave me all I'll ever need But above it all You gave me life You gave me life You gave me life as I know it As I live and breathe Without you now Beside me from I'll carry on, I'll make you proud Every day I miss you, my best friend But by the grace of God we'll meet again but until then, you give me love, you give me strength, you give me reason to believe, you give me hope, you give me song, you give me all I'll ever need. But above it all, you gave me life, you gave me life, you gave me life.
tribute to your mom. Thank and you. You wear her in a locket. Uh, on yeah, your, uh, I wear her in a locket. One of my friends had that made for me when she died. Beautiful. And I wish you could have met her because she would have loved you. She was so sweet. She'd come to my show. What was her name? Barbara. Barbara. Barbara, Barbara Frost. Barbara Ruth Lynch Frost. And uh, my middle name is for her. Wow. I was named after my mom and my dad because my dad's name's Don. So if huh? I'd been a boy, I would have been Don. But I was a girl, so I was Donna. Donna. And then Ruth after Mama. How about yeah. that? That's interesting. Yeah, I miss We're going to take a little break, and we're going to come back with more on Donna Frost. we got some great stories yet to come. Yay! Don't go away. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to the Songwriter Connection. Connecting with music makers and hearing their songs and stories. Now back to the show with your host, Dave Linehan. Hey, thanks again for uh, for joining us for the Songwriter Connection. Donna Frost is our guest. Remember, hit that like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube and uh, tell people about us. We're one of the fastest growing music podcasts on the internet. You know, we're recording this uh, last week in September. Mm-hmm. You know, it's our, like our first fall uh, record. Uh, we record ahead of time, as you know, listening mm-hmm. from this podcast. And uh, this week we reached over uh, 400,000 total streams. Oh, wow. So, that uh, is fantastic. That's, that's a milestone. Yeah. Um, we, and hopefully we'll just keep growing it thanks to you out there. So. Yes. So Donna Frost is our guest who uh, grew up in the area and mm-hmm. is quite the musician, the, the songwriter, uh, a lot of her music out there. I've been listening to your stuff all morning, by oh, the way, just uh, streaming it on Spotify over and over again. You got some cool stories and some cool songs. One of the stories I wanted to talk to you about, because uh, I was a huge fan uh, and still am. I love Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yes. And um, you uh, you got a song about him yes. and a story about about the boss, and, and we got... We we got to hear it. We got to hear it. Okay. <laughs> we got to hear the story. You got to hear it. Uh-huh. Okay. So the Donna Frost, Bruce Springsteen connection. Yes. Oh, this is so cool. So uh, back in 1981, and here, this is another Uncle Felton thing. Uh-huh. Uh, Bruce Jackson, who has since passed away, he worked with Bruce Springsteen. But prior to that, he worked with Elvis as a sound engineer. Uh-huh. Well, Bruce Jackson had gotten me tickets 
front row seats at the Bruce Springsteen show in Nashville. And wow. there was, uh, and then we had like tickets a few rows back, which my brothers sat in. They didn't want to be on the front row. <laughs> I, I wanted to be on the front row. One of our friends sat up front with me. But uh, so anyway, I'm dancing and I'm having a big old time. And all of a sudden, a song was Sherry Darlin. It was the River Tour. It was in yeah, 1981. Yeah, double yeah, album. Yeah. yeah. So he got me up on stage, and we were dancing to it. And it's so surreal, because I'm up there dancing with him. <laughs> and Clarence Clemens is over there wailing away on the saxophone. I'm no up way. on stage with him. And we're dancing, and then he throws me back and gives me a kiss. And no kidding. I go back to my seat, and you know it was so great. Huh. Everybody I knew was there. <laughs> And they saw me. You were the coolest person on earth then. Oh huh? yeah, yeah. And that was uh, uh, that was even before he pulled Courtney. Co- Everybody knows four the story years before that. Four years before he pulls Courtney Cox on. Yeah, uh, and it appears in a video, and she becomes a star on Friends and everything. Yeah, she, but you did it first. I did it first. I was there first. Shame <laughs> on you, Courtney. I was there first. You should have been in Friends. I should have been on there. You right. should have. I should. But have. you know, you've done a lot of acting, haven't you? Yeah. Not just music, acting. Yeah, I've done acting jobs. Uh, yeah, uh, you, did I read you played Janis Janis Joplin? Yeah, I did. A, it was a small theater production of uh, Janis Joplin Beckham. Oh gosh, how wow. long ago? It was fifteen or so years ago at least. Wow. Called Cosmic Blue. Wow. And it was a fictional interview with Janis, the last day of her life. And uh, oh, I would so love to see that. We, I, I did the interview, and then I did a concert segment. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, what's so crazy about it, we did it at some theaters around town, including Bongo Java, Bongo oh, Java's sure. After Hours Theater upstairs. I saw a show there one time with and my friend Wynn Barbell. That's was a in it. wonderful yes. place to yes. do a show. Uh-huh. Well, we had people of all ages at this show. We had people that remembered Janis, that saw her in concert, mm. people that couldn't go see her back then, but they came to this show, uh-huh. people who were too young to remember her, but were fans. And it was really cool, but. I did it for a couple of years, but you know it's a lot of money to go put it on a grand scale, and I didn't want to I'm do sure. that. And I, and I just I didn't want to get tagged as a Janice impersonator either. Yeah, no, I can understand. Because once that. you get trapped in doing a tribute thing, you're trapped forever, and yeah. you can't get out. You got to. And be I careful. was like, that's just a that's just a little part of me. It's not. Mm the whole sum of who I am. Right. So, but it was fun while it lasted. It I was cool. It was. And you were also on the Nashville TV show a lot. Yeah, I did a lot of background work on there. I was uh-huh. on Nashville. Uh-huh. I was on, uh, I was in the, some music videos. I was in the Black Keys video go. I Black got some, Keys? Yeah. Wow. I was from in, my neck of the woods. Yeah. I've come from Ohio. Yeah, I love so those guys. Yeah. So wow. I was in that video. I was just in one with Trey Healy uh, for his song, Baby. Huh. And uh, he had, he's had some number ones on CMT. But he hired me to play ukulele on his video. So, I mean, I got my first gig as a backup musician playing ukulele on a music video. So mm. that was cool. Now, and, you play ukulele, you play mandolin. Yeah. Uh, anything, about anything with strings, huh? Yeah, and pan- the piano. Yeah, piano and bass. And bass. Yeah, I play bass yeah. too. Yeah. But, uh, and yeah, ukulele, and that's been a part of my life for a long time. My mandolin playing has <laughs> so, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the one string instrument that I cannot play is a violin. I have a beautiful old antique violin in my mm. house, but I can't play. It's uh, horrible. I it's, wish I could play it, too. Yeah. And, and mandolin, too, because I love both the, the sounds of those too. instruments. I do, too. I can, I can play songs with a few chords and mandolin, but uh-huh. guitar is my main thing, and ukulele, yeah. of course. So Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Wonderful. You even teach a little, don't you? Or yeah, do I do. workshops for... I do workshops. I teach... Uh, 
I'm with music for seniors. I've been doing, and of course mm. I've gone. I love and, how you give back for that. That's that's fantastic. You. I've gone and done big ukulele festivals and played like the uh, Reston Ukulele Festival up in uh, the Lake Ann Ukulele Festival in Reston, and I was at the Allegheny Ukulele Soiree wow. last year in uh, Altoona, Pennsylvania, and I've done the one in Huntsville, and I've done uh, stuff in Memphis and in Tampa and uh, different things where I played and, and do workshops and uh but also music for seniors. I go out and play for senior communities, but something else we do is six-week classes of ukulele for free. And also at, at my church, at First Baptist Church in Hendersonville, mm-hmm. I teach ukulele every Monday when I'm not on the road. Uh, we've got about 15 folks in our class right now, did mm-hmm. our first performance this week for an event. And uh, But I teach uh, for free for them. For that. I love that you do that. Yeah. That's great. I do all kinds of stuff. Cause I thought Given the gift of music. Giving it back. Giving it back. That's what we're supposed to do. That's awesome. Also, um, you writing a book? Or did you already? I've been, you know what, I, I've been working on it for a decade. Have you? And I quit, I quit working on it because I was so busy traveling. Then the pandemic hit. Yeah. So then I started writing. I thought, well, maybe that's why I haven't finished it, because I need to write about how I navigated as a musician mm-hmm. through all this stuff. Right. But then uh, I was really doing well writing about that, but then my mother got mm-hmm. COVID mm-hmm. and got sick. And she, then, of course, we had five weeks of her in the hospital, and then yeah. she died. So I have not mm-hmm. been able to go back and write, because then I'd have to write about all that again, mm-hmm. and I'm not ready to write about all that just yet. Mm-hmm. And, of course, then I had my own issues last year. And then my dad had, I mean, it's just been... Uh, One thing after the other with you. One yeah. thing after the other. But yeah. I, I bounce back and I get back out there. Do you find that writing songs helps you? Yes. Yeah. I don't know if it hadn't been for music. and the, Especially with all I've been through the last three years with my mother and losing my mother and my health problems last year. And then my dad with his stroke this year, which his dad's doing wonderfully. That's great. That's he so has good made a full recovery. You were telling so me he's well. playing guitar at 2 o'clock in the morning? guitar at 2 o'clock in the morning. He was this mm. morning. I'm, I'm here to tell you. Wow. And uh, he's doing very well. But between all that, so if it hadn't been for playing, mm-hmm. writing, uh, getting out and doing, I, I don't know what I would have done. I really don't know what I would have done. But music has helped me through it all. Music has a healing power, doesn't it? It does. It really does. It does. Yeah. It really does. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk more about that with, uh, I guess, Robin Ruddy, who's got a new record coming oh. out the end of October called mm-hmm. uh, Healing Heart. Oh, good. And we're going to talk a lot more about that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. How has your songwriting evolved over the years? I mean, you've done every genre from folk to punk rock. <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah. You know, so, it, I started out writing poetry when I was in high did school. You? Yeah. yeah. And then I started putting music to it. And uh, then uh, I just kind of started dabbling in it. Well, when we had the rock bands, I would write songs for it. You, so you wrote for the. I wrote Rock for band. yeah. I wrote yeah. for uh, the Bunnies and I wrote for the Paper Dolls, which was the all girl band I was in. The Paper Dolls. Yeah, we were an all female band. Nice. We were the only all female band in Nashville. In fact, we got in Rolling Stones Rock and Roll Almanac in 1985 for being the best all female band in the Mid South. Wow, that's great. Yep, we did. Wow. And uh, so I had written or co-written a lot of stuff for the band. And then uh, I started. I, I did a lot of collaborating with people because I was told. You yeah, everybody says you should. Mm-hmm. But then, how do you uh, feel about that? Do you like to co-write? Yes and no. Yes and no. Uh, I, I think there's I just some things you have people. to write yourself. Right? I have, yeah, you yeah. have to write something. There are certain people I can write really well. Jack Howell, for instance. Jack mm-hmm. and I did a, 
an album 20 years ago called Feels Like Home that did really well for us. We collaborated. We played together. Mm-hmm. We had that magic. There's certain people. When yeah. you work with somebody but you have it chemistry with. Oh, yeah. I know what you're saying. And yep. Jack and I have it. And yep. then we came full circle with it last year when we, with the beautiful Unseen because he came to visit me when Mama died, and we started working on an album right then. Mm. And we wrote Long Distance on Facebook, and then I went out to California at his place in Joshua Tree and recorded it last year. In Joshua Tree. I and remember you telling me about that. And got it done. Wow. But, you know, but I, I write by myself a lot because mm-hmm. it's easy. I, I can't. I can't be put in a writing room and be, and I mean, I've, I used mm-hmm. to do it. I used to go to ASCAP and write with people and mm-hmm. all that. And I had people that I worked with all the time that I did, had a lot of fun with and all that. But when the Girls Like Us album came out, I started writing some songs on my own. Beth Travers and I'd written a lot of the album, but I wrote some of the songs on my own. And I kind of got into just being by Lone Ranger until Jack and I got back together last year. So, I mean, the last few albums I put out, I just wrote them all by myself. Mm. Uh, It's easier with me traveling. I get ideas, and I write them down then. They just come to me. While you're uh, driving. While I'm driving. or just Or, you know, so... It's easier for me, and I don't. And I know people have said, "Oh, we need to write together," but it's really hard for me because I'm just so. No, I, but it's hard just to I sit down and, and, mm. and just throw. Oh, I want to write. What are we going to write about today? I just, I got to feel what's coming out and and just write it down. Got to be inspired, to huh? Yeah, I do. Yeah, what inspires you? Everything around me. You know, Bruce Springsteen said, "You write about what you know." Uh huh. So. I keep my eyes, ears, and heart open at all times for ideas. Mm -hmm. And it could be anything, something somebody says, something that we're going through. Uh, In fact, with all that I've gone, what we've gone through the last three years, I've written a lot of things about loss and survival and stuff because everybody's gone through something. And and what really makes me feel good is when people tell me that, hey, that song really hit home with me and I really needed that and and just things they'll tell me about that that makes it you know all what I call while. that I call that payday yeah that is payday yeah. it really is yeah. I mean that doesn't get any better than that mm-hmm. you know, absolutely it really doesn't it's it just really like doesn't. Mm. Yeah. yeah yeah it makes you it also inspires you to do more it does you know? yeah gotta yeah. do more absolutely well speaking of more <laughs> yes another song what would you like to hear I don't know I, you'd get I you, got you pick, but I want the story behind this song. Mm-hmm. So I know you've got a new uh, record, a newer record. Uh, the that Beautiful the, Unseen. Beautiful yeah. Unseen. Yeah. The one cut in Joshua Tree. Yes. It's a great record. It's out Thank there. Thank you. And I want you folks to check it out. Donna Frost is our guest. How about something from that record? I would be happy to. Yeah. This is called uh, If It Were You. And uh, one of the places that I do, we were talking about doing a giving back and all. I volunteer a time or two a month over at Room in the Inn to play music. Room at the Inn. That's uh, for the homeless. That's right. Mm -hmm. The priest that was in charge of that, that opened that. Yeah, Father Charles Strobel. He just passed away not too long ago. And they have a Cafe Don Schlitz plays there on Mondays. Don Schlitz. And he has for years. Wow. He's gone and played for those guys. That's how I found out about it. How about that? And uh, so I play for them, Mm -hmm. and they have a stage, and they have a cafe set up, and they get served a hot meal. Mm-hmm. At, at nice table and chairs, and they have people serve them a, a meal, and then they have me or Don or whoever 
play for them that. during that and gives them that experience. Mm-hmm. And, that is you know, great. So this is called If It Were You, and this is about a couple of people I've met over there through the years. Wonderful. Met a man today He was following a dream He found an open door And lost his self-esteem No walls around him Sleeping in his car He kept holding on to hope Someday he'd go far What would you do if it were you, would you give it up see it through? Nothing lasts forever, tomorrow is brand new. What would you do if it were you? I made a friend tonight At the shelter downtown Trying to get on with life After the world had knocked her down She'd been sick for weeks It was touch and go for a while No job, no home On the streets alone The pain was in her smile What would you do? If were you, would you give it up see it through? Nothing lasts forever, tomorrow is brand new. What would you do if it were you? Powerful message, Donna Frost. Great song. Thank you. I always think there for with the, the grace of God go I. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you just never know, and uh, I think that's exactly. just amazing. Exactly, that's exactly you know what. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we're all one step away from being that. We really are. 
Yeah. One catastrophic yeah. thing. One. Yeah. yeah. I love that you and Don Schlitz do that. That's, yeah. that's really fantastic. And he's been doing it for years. Has I mean, he? He, yeah, it's just so cool that he yeah. gives back that way, you know. He, but He's written a lot of songs, hasn't he? Yes, like, he has. Uh, was that The Gambler? The Gambler, yeah. That, <laughs> Heard of that I, one, huh? I remember, I remember when he came to town, and I remember when he wrote it, and it was just like, I remember... Mm. When Don't Take the Girl by Tim McGraw. Oh, yeah. Uh, Larry Martin, Craig Martin and Larry uh, Johnson, is that right? There used to be a place called the Bell Cove in Hendersonville when I first moved up there. Yeah. And David Chamberlain had a writer's night. And uh, that was where I first heard that song. And everybody knew it was a hit. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, then, of course, years later, you know, it became... A gigantic record, so. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Are you getting ready to get back on the road soon? I, I'm going to be going up to Cincinnati tomorrow. Oh, right. Yeah. Where are you playing there? That's my old stopping I'm going to be uh, Friday night. I'm at the Blind Lemon. Oh, okay. Uh, up in Mount Adams. Mount Adams, yeah. Yeah, yeah I love that cool place. place. Yeah. And then I'm playing in Eaton at Taffy's. It's a listening room in Eaton, Ohio, near Dayton. Near Dayton, yeah. Saturday. And then Sunday, I'm... Uh, the musical guest at Garden Park Unity Church for their service. How about that? So I'm doing all that this weekend. And I was just in Panama City. I just started traveling again. Uh, I just came back from there. A few yeah. weeks Dustin. ago. Yeah. And I was in Panama City uh-huh. and uh, played there a week before last. And then wow. I, I've been to Jacksonville and I've been to Panama City twice. And then I went to Mississippi, of course, for the award. But uh, but for the past year, like to, I used to go up to Cincinnati every month. Mm-hmm. But I haven't been there in a year because I had to cancel stuff because yeah. the health and then my dad. I mean, so tomorrow, this is the first time I've been up there in a year. Wow. And when I go back to Chicago in November, that's going to be the first time I've been there in over a year. Wow. And because uh, cause life happened and a lot of things happened and I had to stay off the road and about you know about time i'd get back out again then something else would happen and like you love being on the road don't you you're I road enjoy it. Yeah, yeah i enjoy yeah. it it's it's a lot of fun i love going to the different cities and meet new people meet and, new people yeah. and and i have friends everywhere yeah. and uh that i see while i'm while i'm traveling and i yeah. and i get to spend time with my friends in different cities and they're friends that i would not have if it were not for music and uh, that's true. People mm-hmm. I would have never been in my life, and there some of my dearest friends are out there. So I look forward to seeing. What are some of your friends. favorite cities to play? Where do you like? Oh to play? well, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Love Chicago. I love Chicago. I love the D.C. area. Really? Yes. Okay. Great scene up there. Mm-hmm. Of course, I love Florida. Anywhere, everywhere in Florida. Oh, yeah. Florida's awesome. I mean, Indeed. you know, you pick a city and it's mm-hmm. it's good. And uh, let's see. Oh my, I love Cincinnati, of course. Yeah. Austin, Texas, which oh, I need yeah. to get. Never I been there. I'd like oh, to go. Oh, yeah. I used to go there a couple of times a year, but I've not been since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So that's somewhere else I got to get back to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've played. Uh, I played in Phoenix. I liked it. Uh, California, of course. I've played out there. Wow. And, uh, San Diego and uh, Altadena. I played it, and, and I really was really sad to hear this closed down. There was a really cool place that was very well known in Altadena, California, called the Coffee Gallery backstage. Yeah. And it was a very prestigious place, and I got to play there a couple of times. Wow. Kind and, of the bluebird uh, out there? Yeah. 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 Wow. It was uh, Bob Stain. He he retired and shut the doors, you know, because, uh, but which is, which happens a lot. Of, you know, does. some venues since COVID yeah. didn't rebound. Everybody, yeah. everybody has not come back Mm-mm. from it at all. You yeah, know? we're still hurting. And mm. still hurting. So some live music venues are just had to fold it up, you know, mm-hmm. but some are still carrying on. and. 
And I always tell everybody, just, you know, you know, with these local shows, go support your local artists, you Absolutely. know. Absolutely. It's so I've seen what they charge for tickets for mm-hmm. major acts and all that. And yeah, you go see mm-hmm. them, but, you know, you got um, your friends are out there playing. Go see them, you yeah. know. Buy some CDs and... Right. Uh, you know, go hang, go go support. Yeah, I think that's really important. Support mm-hmm. your local musicians too. Mm-hmm. You never know who you're going to see, especially in this town. Especially in this <laughs> town, you don't know who you'll see. You don't know. You might mm-hmm. say, "Hey, I saw I saw her back when." Yeah, you know, so. I knew her way back when. Absolutely. Where do we find you online and stuff? www.donnafrost.com is my official website. Mm-hmm. Lots uh, there. So. A lot there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm on uh, Facebook, of course. I'm on Instagram, of course. Uh, X, Twitter, whatever it is. I don't use it. <laughs> I don't think anybody does. And, uh, I do a little bit. I just, I tell, on launch day, I'll say, this person's on. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think my Reverb yeah. Nation post updates on Twitter. That's the only time I ever use it. That's like good. Donna Frost has a show. And Reverb Nation. So I always say, just Google my name. Google your if name. You, if you can't find me, you're not looking hard enough, because trust me, I'll pop up, you know. Donna I'm Frost. not hard to find. Not hard to find. Donna, thank you so much for taking the time to be thank with you. us. It's really good to get to know you a little bit, and thanks for thank sharing your stories. Thank you. Such an inspiration. I love watching you perform. Thank you yeah. so much for yeah. having me. This has been so much fun. Yeah, it really has been. Thank you so much. Yeah. I want to tell folks about um, some of the shows that we've got coming up. If all goes to plan, right? Uh, three of Hearts, who I've been wanting to get back <clears throat> on here. We've never had all three of them together, although oh. all three have been on the show at one point in time. Uh-huh. All three are wonderful artists in their own right. Randy Driscoll does amazing things, um, plays in California a lot, and New York and around here, mm-hmm. and hosts uh, uh, Randy's Revival. And we're going to have Dr. Kim Smith, uh, uh, McLean. Dr. Kim McLean wrote oh, the last yeah. few songs with Loretta Lynn, right. has a book out that we'll be talking about. And the lovely and talented, one of my favorite singers, Eve Salas. All together are three of hearts. Way to hear their harmonies and the stories behind oh. their songs. We have, do you remember, you know who's celebrating 60 years as a band uh, this year in 2023? The band was Exile. Oh my goodness, I was on a show with them. Were you really? I was I was playing with another artist and uh, we opened for them somewhere, I forget, somewhere in Kentucky. Wow. And then when Skeeter was inducted in the Kentucky Music Hall of Fame. Skeeter Davis, yeah. I performed. I was, it was that because she was inducted after she died. And I performed in at the World of Ceremony, and Exile was inducted that night. Wow. And so were the Kentucky Headhunters. Wow. Yeah. Well, that fantastic. Was a big night. Well, they're going to be around this dining room table coming they up uh, cool. very, very soon. Yeah. Oh, man. I love those guys. And the Hall of Famer Kent Blazy's coming back. We just confirmation on that. So, some good shows yet yeah. to come on the Songwriter Connection. And thank you again for joining us and help us spread the word. We'll catch you next time. All right. Thank you, Don. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.